Welcome, everybody. This is Steve Hay, and joining with me is Taunus Bohr. We are the care team at Jacobswell Church, and we are broadcasting today the third of a series of podcasts that are talking about self-care. This series has been based on Ephesians 6, 10 through 19. And in that, uh, beginning with verse 13, it says, Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so that you will be able to resist the evil day, and having done everything to stand firm, to stand firm, therefore. And then from that point on, it goes into a series of pieces of armor that would be mentioned by Paul as parts that we can put on to protect ourselves from the scheming and plots of the devil. Beginning back in in verse 10 at the beginning there, it says that uh, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might to put on the full armor of God so that we may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. That that is the focus of self-care, that we want to make sure that the person, despite all that's going on in the world, that we are able to be firm in our faith and to be able to to walk in peace and in confidence in the strength of the Lord. Reading from a Bible study on this topic by Priscilla Schreier, uh, to introduce today's topic, uh, she says, perhaps the current status of things in your life makes you think that a mere change of shoes can do anything to counteract the chaos, the angst you are feeling and facing. But yes, when those shoes are God's shoes, his footprints will start showing up everywhere you step. And so we're looking at, for the first part of this, the shoes as part of the armor. It says in uh, verse 15 of our, our verse in Ephesians, it says, having shod your feet with a preparation of the gospel of peace. So, Tana, I, I want to turn it over to you. And and what is this about shoes? What what do you think the Apostle Paul is, is trying to get us to think about here? Yeah. Well, it's very interesting. You've mentioned um, the study that we've actually been doing some of our research and studying from to provide these podcasts and, and get some information. And I'm just very fascinated by the fact that in the physical sense, what Paul is referring to, I mean, he's giving us a glimpse of what a soldier or a guard would look like um, at that time. So I, I think about that when you say the shoes, you look at some of the different versions of the Bible and it's referred to as shoes or as boots Um or sometimes not even a reference to a shoe or a boot, (laughs) depending on the version you're looking at. But um, what I found is that what was really the makeup of these shoes or boots is really a shoe boot. (laughs) They were kind of like the shoes that everyone wore, but the leather actually went up their calf a little bit, up their leg, so that they could um, be protected over any terrain or anything that they would come across in battle. So just to have that glimpse of the way that Paul would be looking at it is, it's nice to have that kind of physical image, but um, what you were reading, 
is about actually the footprints of God. And what this armor is really about is the protection against evil that we have, that we are arming ourselves to face evil um, with the help of God. So that's really what this is about. It's not actually the physical part, but I love the references that they give in this study just to give you an image of what that may have looked like. But when we put on our own shoes and we walk around, we're comfortable. You know, if you take that image and you think about that as self-care, you know, you put on your favorite pair of shoes or you put on your favorite hiking boots if you're going to go hiking. It's nice to have that comfort of that. But the enemy is coming at us. And if we look at this through the eyes of our father, um, we need to be prepared to walk in his way. So if we would take that vision of stepping into his shoes to walk through our life, meaning following him and his direction, um, that's where we're going to start seeing the footprints of God in our lives by following that. Well, one of the things I'm wondering about and wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about it, you know, in, in the verse, it's, it's just talking about the covering for your feet and how we can walk in the footprints of God. But it also mentions uh, to do this with the preparation of the gospel of peace. How, how is peace and shoes related together? Well, that's true. So peace is probably the biggest way that Satan attacks us, not necessarily the only way, obviously, and for other people it can be different. But peace, um, Satan likes to make us uncomfortable, to make us feel not okay in where we're at, feel good in our own skin. So anything that can happen in your life that would change that um, makes him happy. So when you're talking about peace coordinating with shoes, that's knowing that you you follow um, God and that you're stepping into that, that you're not in this alone, that he's bringing you that peace. God will bring you that peace to um, navigate through your life if you're walking with him, to remove some of that unease or that unsettle in your own life. You know, thinking back to that illustration of, of shoes and, and the, what I have read also about the definition of those shoes is that they were Mm multi-layered and they also had a a, a type of nail that came out the bottom Mm -hmm. so that as as a soldier who's walking over a rough terrain you don't have the elements the stones the sticks poking at your feet Mm -hmm. Uh, and then when you need to stand your ground those those nails are kind of like spikes that Mm -hmm. helped the soldiers maintain their position. And so in that sense, through life, we have things that poke us, that come across, that just jab us and, and cause us to fear, cause us to be concerned. And and the shoes protect us. The God's right. peace protects us. Um, sometimes we feel like there's so much, it's almost like a tidal wave coming at us with the needs of the day that it's like, how can we get our firm footing? Well, again, going back to that illustration of the shoes with those spikes holding the ground for the soldier to advance against the enemy, mm-hmm. that, that the shoes of peace give us that inner oh, sense of, of comfort because right. we know that God is there. 
Exactly. I mean, that's, I guess that's the point I was trying to go to and, and maybe didn't come across clearly, but in our own shoes, we feel comfortable, but on our own, that is still not going to be, we aren't able to, um, fight against the devil or fight against evil in the way that God can. That's why it's important to follow in his footsteps, to put on his shoes, to bring that true sense of peace that only God can bring. Because even when we think we're comfortable in our own skin or making the right choices or going in the right direction, we're going to come across those things or that terrain that's hard for us to stay firmly planted in. And that's why when we're walking through that with God, that he can ultimately bring us that peace. Looking at the the next verse, it says, In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. And and so we're next part of armor that we have is this shield. Uh, I understand, Tana, that the, the shield was pretty specially designed mm-hmm. for the Roman legionnaires as they went into battle. Can you, tell, What do you know about that? Yeah, exactly. So um, according to um, our research, there would have probably been two types of soldiers or two types of shields. Um, one is more of a round one representing the lid of a garbage can, and that's not the one that um, Paul is necessarily referring to. There, When you're talking about faith and the full covering of faith, the shield he would be referring to is a very large one that they had that was about two feet across, four feet high to give you a visual. It was made of wood bound together and then wrapped in canvas with another layer of leather over that with a center of metal that they said once um, a soldier would crouch down behind that shield, he would mostly, mostly be protected. But when you're talking about that protection and that faith going into battle, when we're saying it's the shield of faith, it's about not just saying you have faith in God. It's that full covering. It's that active movement in faith and acting on it, not just saying that you have that faith in God. It's a full protection. So there, there really is not just a, a belief that one has faith. The idea here is that faith is a very active part of life. Mm-hmm. How would that how would that be part of of self care then? Well, I think by putting into practice the things that you say is showing faith. Um, when you speak it, that's one thing. But when you're actively putting those things into practice in your life, when you say that you are going to do something, when you say that you're going to make amends with someone and you take that step to do it, that's putting that faith into practice that God is there and he is um, actively part of what you're doing. Yeah, and and one of the things I I read, thinking again of this uh, Bible study I mentioned earlier, uh, Priscilla talks about uh, the flaming arrows that are part of this verse mm-hmm. uh, were not primarily meant to kill or destroy. They were meant to distract. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea was that the enemy would launch uh, an arrow, would launch a dart of something, not thinking that that was going to eliminate the enemy, but the fire would create a distraction so that while you paid attention to the fire, the enemy could sneak around 
and and come at you at a different direction. Sure. Uh, so the faith then that we have, the evil one doesn't like that. No. No. Mm. What would be ways that we could be distracted? Easily. Um, by your busy schedule, by filling your time too much, um, listening to what other people are telling you is truth, even if it's not. Um, letting others have an influence on your life <clears throat> that is not conducive to what the plan that God has for your life. Faith is about fully trusting God and putting all of those things into action in your life. So that doesn't mean just showing up for church or just um, saying that you have faith because you're walking in the door or that you're part of a Bible study when you're not um, committing to those things. It's about that relationship. And to have that relationship and that true faith in God, it's about stepping out in faith. It's about stepping out in every area of your life committing those things to God and letting him be at work in them and not having that fear. That's what faith is, is trusting God in those things that you you know are pleasing to him. But um, just to say that you have that is not that action and that obedience to him that shows that you are willing to live your life trusting in him in the faith that he brings you. So the, the, the shield of faith offers uh, a protection for the person mm -hmm. But I also I also learned that the shield was designed in such a way that oftentimes on the side of those shields there would be hooks, mm -hmm. so that uh, the Roman unit could actually, if they were being attacked by flaming arrows at the time, could literally lock these shields together. Mm -hmm. And by that way, they would protect a large group of men and they actually refer to it like a turtle shell. Yes. Um, that makes me think of, you know, we're not in this journey of faith by ourselves. Mm -hmm. we, are, we are part of a community. Yes. So how, how does that part of self-care? What, uh, you know, we're talking about us as individuals, but being a community, is that important for taking care of ourselves too? Absolutely. Um, and like what you were saying about the shell and the formation, that is very true. They would practice lining up in their formation um, so that they were almost unable to penetrate a line once they would hook those shields together and it be in their formation. It is community. It is working together. Um, Priscilla actually, in the beginning of this um, chapter, talks about a conversation that she had with a lady who just um, was happy and excited and on fire for God all the time, despite all of the stuff that she had been through. And she wasn't sure why, hearing her testimony, how she could be living her life that way. Um, that's one example of what this is important for in community. You're able to share that with other people. When you're living with that type of faith, other people around you, people you're caring for, people in your family, people in your community, people in your church, see that. They see it as different. And it draws people to want to have that same kind of faith in God. And once they're told where that comes from, and you can honestly give them that answer by it's a, it's a true faith, um, that brings people in, and that's encouraging for other people. And that starts bringing them to think like you, to act like you. And when people are like-minded in those kinds of situations um, and on fire for God, it's just going to spread that to other people. Yeah, and and I, from a self care perspective, I, 
I can just see, you know, that we're not, or Paul is not calling people to fight these battles, these in, inner feelings, the struggles, the even the exterior uh, things that we must deal with on our own. Correct. That if we're talking about self-care, uh, we would not ever want to have people think that uh, they need to be like the old famous Western, the Lone Ranger, and <laughs> right. and tackle these things on their own. Yeah. That uh, that God has d- designed us in a beautiful way. That self care is not an individual thing, but is really that is part of it. But another big part of it is is being in community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is absolutely right. It's just it, it is a piece of it, and when you're doing. We always say that it's kind of a stepping stone in order to care for others or to care for your life or to care for your family. It's good to start with self-care, but that's obviously, like you said, Steve, not where it ends. Um, That's a piece of um, how it branches out to all the areas of your life. And so from a self-care perspective, to be engaged in a community of of worship, to be part of a small group, to uh, be having coffee. Yes. with other people, to have that connection, which unfortunately in this day and age has been tough mm. to do. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the self-care piece that is is a good takeaway from this, having those shoes, having the faith, mm-hmm. going to help us. Right. You put them all together, that's where you're starting to see that vision, not just in the physical image, but where God is preparing you for life, for community, not just for self-care, but for community care, Um, by all of these pieces, putting them together, how he truly equips us with himself (laughs) to face these things. Mm -hmm. So this has been part of an ongoing conversation about self-care that uh, Tana and I have been having. And the fourth and final session will be coming up in which we take a look at the last two parts of the armor, that being the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. We hope that our conversations here have been helpful. Please know that as a care team that we are available to help and assist. If this is an area that uh, you want to do some continued conversation with, maybe it's one you're even struggling with, we are very available to talk to you, to meet with you, Mm -hmm. to help guide you with the resources that are available through Jacob's Well to build up that armor that you have, that God provides and is available for you so that you can uh, be the fully God person that he created you to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's close with a prayer here. Father, we just thank you for this time as we think about the the shoes of peace and the shield of faith, God, lead us in a, in a path that would help us to understand those concepts. Help us to lean into you when uh, we do this, because we can't do it without you. Father, we, we pray for strength, not in our own, but our strength and our commitment and our resolve to uh, walk in daily connection with you. And so guide us and lead us in Jesus' name. Amen.